Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Jules and Sarah the podcast. Thank you so much for having us on. Oh, thanks, love. Yeah. Now is the time, really, <laughs> just to take a seat. Yes. Fill your iron up if you're going to do the iron into this. Pop the dog on the bed. Yeah, pop yeah. it down. You, yeah. you just nestle in. If your husband's kicking up a fuss, put the football on, pop him in there. <laughs> You never know what's going on in any household at any different time. Um, men, welcome. Fully welcome. You know, really, really manly men as well. Dave. Yes, men called Dave, Steve. Dave, Steve. Pete. I'll have a, I'll have a can of bitter and I'll listen to Jules and Sarah in the podcast. <laughs> Great to have you with you, Steve. Lovely to have you, Dave. <laughs> um, this evening the show's kind of sponsored by Halloumi. Actually, oh, very heavily. Yes, very, very heavily. And I finished off yours as well. That's the sort of like a gannet. <laughs> like, like a gannet. <sighs> Thank you. Hoovered it up. You had to shovel it away into the bag. <laughs> I've never eaten so quick. Like, I haven't finished with that. Back it up. When you're the eldest of four, you eat fast. Um, coming up, um, of course, news from the north. My news from the north this week is a roadside accessory Ooh. story. Oh, niche. Um, <laughs> we also have a Mother's Day special. We always talk about our mothers, June and Sheila. Yes. Um, and it was Mother's Day on Sunday. Uh, and also we're going to play Would You Rather. Yeah, can't wait. Looking forward to that. Um, first of all, though, I got a message from Jules this week um, that just said, I've gone and got pierced. Yes, Again. very much. Yes. <laughs> you, I love that you're so obsessed. It's quite, it was quite difficult. I'm experiencing that post-piercing drama when... You're putting headphones on. You know, obviously, we're in the we're in the studio in the yeah. cab office. We've got to wear professional gear. So the headphones went on. And I was like, oh, oh, careful! I'm cleaning it. Every, you know, cleaning them both with cotton buds. Yeah. Do you use surgical spirit? Is that still well, a thing? The, the establishment that is a well-known female name gave me the uh, the cleaning stuff. But the, it, what was funny though was I actually. Um, in this shop, you don't go behind a curtain or into a magical room where the piercing takes place. No, you sit in 
the window. <laughs> I felt like a newborn St. Bernard dog, <laughs> literally in America. You know how they put them all in the windows? Yeah. And I got pierced in both ears. In both. This was quite spontaneous, wasn't it? I woke up in the morning and I was like, today's the day. I'm going to have two more studs. And you bobbed down to see Claire and said, stick them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I knew it was going to be interesting because she wore a hat inside. Yeah. <laughs> She wore a trilby and when I walked in to, to see her, yeah. she didn't say hello to me. She just turned and faced the back of the room and pretended to stock shelves. And I was like, interesting character. I hope this isn't the one that's going to pierce me. It was. Great. And as I was being pierced, there's like a queue of 16-year-old girls waiting to get their ears pierced as part of a birthday thing. So it was me, a 20-something-year-old man yes. in a shop surrounded by 16-year-old girls. All looking at you. Must be how Taylor Swift feels on a yeah. daily basis. <laughs> you were sat in the window as the UK Taylor Swift. That, that was it. It was my moment. And do you regret it? I don't regret a thing. No, good. good. Absolutely not. I do wish that the studs were smaller because when you get pierced, you have like these huge studs, don't you, for yeah. swelling. Yeah. So I feel like the studs that I've got are slightly out of proportion from the rest of the ear accessories I am wearing. Yeah, okay. Well, that must be upsetting. And how long can you say, how long do you have to leave them in for? Six weeks with these studs. Yeah. And then once I change them, I can't leave the studs out for something like six months. I've obviously thrown the care leaflet away. Of course. <laughs> and you have to keep turning them. There's a little like, it's like a little wipe and a turn. Yes. And it's it gets... <laughs> a motto that works all through life. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I mean, I'm I'm thrilled for you. The, the lovely thing, though, about this, though, is that Sheila will go ballistic when she sees these piercings. Anything new on the body, she just goes mental. Will she doesn't she... know about this podcast, so it's absolutely <laughs> fine. She never listens. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Bless her. She probably doesn't know what a podcast is. Um, Tell me what's happened since I've seen you last, my darling. Well, actually, something a little bit embarrassing's happened to me. Um, uh oh. I went to somewhere for lunch, takeout, and I picked up their salad box right thing. It yes. wasn't actually technically part of the salad box range, which we'll come on to in a minute. And in this shop. Uh, one thing that you can do is go up to the counter and you can have extras. You could have... Accessories, as I like to call them. Yes. <laughs> you could accessorise with chicken or smoked salmon or feta. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so I went up and I said, oh, can I have feta on this, please? And she went, no. I said, what? Are you... Did she say it in that tone? No, she didn't. She said, no, no I'm afraid you can't. And as I was about to be like, tell me what shop it is and I'll go sort her out. <laughs> oh, I've already no emailed. No one speaks to my Sarah like <laughs> that. <laughs> Don't make a scene. Don't make a scene. <laughs> um, and I said, can I have feta on this? And she went, no, I'm sorry you can't because there's nothing on the till. There's nothing on the till. What, no button to press? No to button through. to press. So I was refused. She's heard of a little thing called initiative. Yes, I was waiting for it to kick in or to go, do you know what? It's not on the till. Don't worry, you're lovely. I'll <laughs> you know. have it in for free. Yeah, just have a bit of feta, actually, Yeah, it's on like when top. you're in a corner shop and they're like, pay me next time. Yeah. There's never going to be a next no. time. And we all know it, yeah. but you just say it as part of the lingo. <laughs> it, does, it is always lovely, though, if you're 5p short and somebody goes, D- don't worry about it. It's nice, yeah, yeah. don't worry about that, honestly. That's probably what it was like in the olden times. Yeah, probably. Was We're just in such poor. a tight society now. <laughs> Everyone's clambering for everything. Anyway, and and I said, look, I said, this is ridiculous. I mean, you can... She, and then she started getting defensive, and I was like, look, it's not your fault. You didn't invent the till. <laughs> when you got it's a weapon right. out. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, but do you see 
that it's ridiculous. She said, I do. I can't, yeah. It and were is. there people behind you? Yeah, this guy jumped in and went, it is ridiculous. I, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to side Love with him. you there. I was like, yeah, thank you. So I was refused cheese. No one should ever no. in their entire life be refused cheese. Can you imagine anything more humiliating? Can I please buy cheese? Did you cheese? cry with anger? No, but I was I was I was humiliated. Did you go to a supermarket and buy cheese? No, I did. You're I drew a fool. the line. <laughs> but I did email them. I emailed them. Yes, because you love complaining. Yeah, I do actually. I emailed and I said, "Look, come on. I mean, this is not only did I not get what I want for lunch, I was trying to pay you more, and you said no." And she said, "Hmm, this does seem unusual." Um. <laughs> And then <laughs> imagine being the person who receives this email. Yeah. Like, God, this girl didn't get better and she's got right irate about it. Chill out, love. There's a Tessa's next door. But in her response, she said, Oh, that does seem strange. Then she looked into it and then she said, It's all right. As an apology, you can have a free lunch on us. Just show them this email. So I've got to go back into the shop where all this happened and um. said, I wrote to them and look, look at this email. This is our correspondence. And they said I could have a free lunch. That's not that. I haven't been in since. I'm too embarrassed. Would you like me to go? Would you? I'll put on a wig. Yes. Hello, I'm Sarah Powell. <laughs> I, no, just go in and go. I'm representing Sarah Powell. Over the, you know, alleged Feta saga. Yeah, I believe you at the end looking sheepish or goatish. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know exactly what's going on. That's outrageous. It is outrageous. Difficult I know. Times. So on Friday night, I ate a block of feta to myself just to make up for it. Easily done. <laughs> no knife, no cracker, what? just feta. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on the ledge and gnaw. Yeah, I did. I, my, feta in my fridge has teeth marks on it. We've talked about it before, haven't we? And I have gone back on the port salou as well recently oh i nearly had a bit of port salut this weekend did you yeah but i just i i went to a supermarket and i'm going away tomorrow so you know when you're like you're like well i'm going away i've got to like think strategically about what food's gonna come in i was like i know i'm going out boozing tonight i've got a friend coming over maybe i'll just get a little cheese board Mm. and i was like no because we're going for dinner you know i can't be going rogue with all those cheeses and i was like (laughs) well i'll be i'll be hung over tomorrow but i thought if i get a block of port salut i'll wolf it all on sunday i'm not gonna feel great on monday no you know strategic yeah so i had to literally take a sidestep away from the cheese counter painful as it was yeah and i walked to the pastry counter oh. and bought a cheese and onion twist. I got the hit <laughs> of cheese, but in a convenient size that you can kind of eat like... Yes, done. and then it's done. You need it contained. Pastry all over you, brush it off, yeah, move on. Falling down your face. But also, the weekend did take a very horrible turn what? after that. Now, I have basically come into a situation that if I'd have had a tape measure, would have worked out. I've been in a very difficult situation that involves a missing tape measure. Okay. Sofas. Sofas. I have had a sofa Mm. sent from Sheila's via my brother to me. It was my brother for for like a year. Yeah. So I've been waiting for this sofa since the day I moved to London. Since the day I was born. I thought you were going to (laughs) say. I have. It's been around that long. It's that comfy. You know when they're so worn in. Yes. But it's been reupholstered so it looks new feels old great a bit like myself <laughs> i was gonna say a bit like us <laughs> um so uh the sofa arrives it comes through the front door and you know that bit where you've got to pivot yes that famous french scene mm. of fencing pivot it just didn't go no 
It was a bit tight. And the sofa is wider than the door and also taller than the door frame. Yeah. So you couldn't go, like, up on its arm and through. Got it. But they always are. They're always wider. But I thought, now that I'm living on a ground floor, yes. perhaps we can try the window. Mm. Had to find a new window lock, open the window. Wouldn't go through. <laughs> Wouldn't go through. I'm then starting to freak out. Okay. A French man oh. comes and he's walking down the street and he's like, oh, hello, uh, we are moving out, so I see you are moving in. Would you like some mattresses? At this oh. point, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want any mattresses. Yeah. Jog on, Pierre. I've got no, no space for mattresses. I can't get a flipping sofa through my window. Did you know he was a did French man? King Sizer. <laughs> did, you have a, did you have a bag of onions around his bag neck? Bag of onions, yeah. a stretchy shirt, yeah. baguette in hand, yeah. he rode a bike. <laughs> was a nightmare. Trying to fob off an old mattress on you. I don't you. want your old mattress, mate. <laughs> I'm trying to get this sparkling sofa in. So the situation that we're now in, Sarah, I've got a sofa on its arm stood up in the hallway. What? Because that... we can't put it on the street. Oh it, it, it literally hasn't gone in. So when I get home, I mean, I'm starting to see the funny side. Yeah. You have to kind of go like jig into the sofa because it's got no cushions on, into one room, then through and into another room. What, what are you going to do? It's on Gumtree. No one seems to want it. Very distressing. Yes. An insult, really, to my interior Would decoration to taste. <laughs> <laughs> but I found an upholstery shop around the corner. I've been in to be like, if I give you the sofa, would you buy it off me and then I can buy another sofa back from you? Yeah. At a discounted rate. Good. Where's the haggler? Yes. <laughs> but their manager is away on holiday. And they were like, he won't be back for two weeks and he's the oh. only person that can make a decision. I don't have two weeks with this no. sofa. So I think, I think if, if you run your own business, not, you can't go away for two weeks, actually. You never know who will get a sofa <laughs> stuck where. Opportunity knocks. <laughs> yeah. This boy in the shop needs to use his initiative. I'll tell you that. For yes. you, but I didn't want to kick off like you with the feta because I just wanted to keep it calm. Yeah, come so on. There is some heavy, high disposable income goods yes. sat in my hallway. So the saga's just going to continue. Could it go back to your brother? No, because he's getting a new sofa. Yeah. I told my brother... He messaged me and he just put, ha ha. Outrageous. Then I messaged Sheila and this is the only contact I've had with Sheila on Mother's Day weekend. God, darling, what a horror. Yeah. That's all she put. <laughs> you telling me, Shell, it is. What, I mean, what sympathy. Just because, overwhelming for And I'm going to tell you how Sheila is now because Sheila, the, she loves her yoga. For Mother's Day weekend, I wanted to go home, see her. Sorry, darling, I'm on a yoga weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. No, absolutely no problem. My brother, amazingly, um, sent her flowers in a very clever box that can go through the letterbox. What? So they're not arranged in a bouquet. Yeah. You know, this is my brother always cutting costs. You probably yeah. have to, it's probably a lot cheaper to do this. <laughs> yeah, because they're bunged <laughs> in a Pamela box. Because Pamela done a floral arrangement to Interflora or whatever. Um, and no, they're all individually wrapped. And then they've got like, I think, cotton wool with water in them put in the box and they push through the letterbox. So you don't have to be inside. So Sheila said she got to the, you know, the doormat and was like, What's this? Yes. Opened it. Outful roses, peonies, eucalyptus stems. <laughs> a koala nibbling on a bit of bamboo. <laughs> Good eye, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mortifying Sheila, you are. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> was an easy and obvious joke Incredible, to make. Incredible, <laughs> though. Incredible. So, yeah, I haven't really had much dalliances with her. She does this. She goes missing. Yeah, she goes AWOL. That's it. Conference call doesn't go through. No, just off just off the grid. Off the grid, Sheila's exactly. gone rogue. <laughs> gone. What did you send her for Mother's Day? 
Well, we shared the flowers. I just gave Nick the cash because usually I sort everything out. Mm. But he said, oh, I've done it. Yeah. Oh, great. Nice one, Nick. It's very rare. Yeah. I love that, though, when a sibling sorts it out for you. Or when a friend goes, I'm going to get this. I'll get this. Just give me the money. You owe me. So convenient. Oh, it's just the dream, isn't it? I'm always that friend who's like I'll do it I don't mind and then literally last minute I'm like oh god I've got £150 cash from six of us each of us putting whatever I'm I'm not on countdown I can't do maths (laughs) but (laughs) running about looking for some sort of gift yes (laughs) anyway Um, did you see June I did see June I did see June I spent most of Mother's Day with June in June's coming we went out for lunch and um, down the side of her seat she found some reading glasses that had been lost Ooh. I know she was very interested then the thing is how went, is mm. the prescriptive I don't think you know, it as someone who was always so desperate to wear glasses yes but- Cursed with perfect vision. Well, I think when it gets to the stage of reading glasses, any old iron will do. I think it, so she found that she's like, ooh. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, because they were they were black and they had like pink flowers on them. How very exotic. She popped them on to read the uh, pudding menu and thought, <laughs> yes, these will do me very well. Dad wouldn't let her keep them, made them hand... Made Fair them, enough. Yeah. June's said, so wild. I know, she is. Hashtag but, kleptomaniac. <laughs> she kept saying they were very cheap. Nobody had come back for them. Nobody <laughs> had take the journey for them. They were very cheap. I said they could have been a Mother's Day present. They were scratched. No, somebody had had them for ages. They lose a pair a week. <laughs> Sheila has a pair in every room. That is the dream. That <laughs> Sheila is and Ken have got glasses all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Um, June, June's broken a toe. Oh, no. I mean, I say broken, we think it's stubbed. <sighs> Badly stubbed. Um, what be- happened? Well, she came down Poor to London June. and she says, uh, being in London, everything's too cramped, so she stubbed her toe. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Spatial awareness gone now that she's got yeah. this different prescriptive glasses on. <laughs> that's it. She can't see a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, she's banged her toe. But also, um, we went to this like variety show thing last night. Um, Dad got tickets. And we went to this thing. And this girl, there was a female comedian on. And, and she came out. And- Were you making notes? Yeah. <laughs> 
she came out and she did her she did her bit and you know went off and then June in the interval went I didn't like her I oh. said oh you didn't like her she went no and I knew she'd talk about blowjobs oh <laughs> <laughs> She said, I Did knew she it talk was a lot coming. about them? No, a mere mention. Careful how you used that last word. <laughs> just very briefly. Oh. A very brief she one. She just looked like that kind of girl. Well, that's exactly what June said. Mm, I, know, a... I bet I know what she looks like. Low-cut dress, <laughs> wiry hair, maybe a fishnet. <laughs> June. Half a bottle of red at the back. <laughs> It was me. It was actually me. You you were doing the auto cue at the end, weren't you? Well, just type this in to annoy June. And then I said, are "You." She was all wrapped up as well. She had all all the scarf on. I said, "Are you cold?" She went, mm, "I'm always a bit necky. Always necky for cold round necky the neck." Blow jobs. I can't I handle this podcast. <laughs> it's getting very crass, Sarah. Pull it out of the gutter. But for Mother's Day, I bought her a mug and. Every time it's any sort of occasion, I seem to buy June a mug. You know when you get in a bit of a rut with oh, a don't presence? Even, don't even get me going on mugs. Why? I'm desperate for mugs. Are you? Yeah, awful. I don't like our mugs. You know when you make that decision? Yes. I, every mug is annoying me, apart from the one that you got me for Christmas. <laughs> and the two that our landlady got us, literally the others, just over them. Yeah, you're I'm done. really over them, yeah. yeah. smash them all. Then you so June's got you. any going, best mum award, I'll well, take it. <laughs> So June, I bought June a mug uh, for Mother's Day that said, um, sometimes when I speak, my mum comes out. Well, yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm sat with June. Don't, it's too much, it's too unbearable. Um, Now, shall we do... There's paper shuffling, so that must mean (laughs) news from the north is on its way. Shall we do news from the north? Yes, let's. Okay, do you want to go first? Yes, please. Just a minute. Yeah. You know I need to lay it all out. In your size 16 font. Yeah. (laughs) Not my fault, I'm illiterate. (laughs) This one comes from the Sheffield Star. Glimmer of hope on streetlight position. Oh, a bit of glamour. Jennifer Howell said a streetlight had been erected, (laughs) giggly word, (laughs) in the wrong place outside her home in Cypress Gate, Chapel Town. You'd be livid. You would be livid. Um, Instead of it being put alongside her boundary wall, it was put near her driveway, which had made access more difficult. Mm. Not going to say anything about how you park, love. You, no. d- you never know. It's hard to get round a lamppost, though, if it's <laughs> right there in the middle of your drive. <laughs> For aesthetic reasons, she extended the front wall outside her home to the streetlight while contacting Sheffield Council to find out if the light could be moved. She's extravagant, isn't she? She is. This just isn't looking right. Get the builders in and build the wall closer. <laughs> the authority agreed and there was a glimmer of hope that the light could be moved when council officers explained about the streets ahead scheme. Mm. Mrs Howell said, a long time ago Sheffield Council put in a streetlight incorrectly outside my home. They put it at the bottom of my drive instead of in line with the house wall. I'm I'm cross for her. I am, I feel it. Um, We were having problems getting on and off the drive, so we asked the council if we could move the light. I'd love to see you trying to rewire it, my sweet pea. (laughs) Their reply was yes, and it would cost about £1,000 to have it moved about a metre, which we were happy to pay. She's rolling in it. She's built a wall and she's happy to pay a grand for something to be moved a metre. I was going to say, she's got money to burn. 
She doesn't look like she does in the picture, to be honest. I'll have to show you that. Um, they told us to hang fire because there was a scheme coming whereby they could do the work all at once, which was the streets ahead work. They told us that we would be consulted, but last week, while we were out, they came and dug a hole near the original light. Hmm. I phoned them up and was told someone would get back to me. But they haven't. I can believe it. <laughs> yes, the light is in line with my wall, but we had to build the wall out to it in the first place. Unfortunately, Mrs. Howell did not keep any correspondence oh, from the council well, about on. the light moving, but the action desk took on her case. She's been throwing those faxes away, hasn't she? She has. Always keep your correspondence. Bank everything in the complaints file in your inbox. Absolutely. I've got everything about that feta debacle. Maybe we should contact Mrs. Howell for you. Yes. Maybe Maybe you need to get in there. You're like watchdog. I'd happily... I'm the Anne Robinson. <laughs> you are. You're the Anne Robinson of complaining. <laughs> well, I'll take 20% of whatever you earn on Fine. this. Fine. Action Desk contacted Street Ahead, and despite not being able to get the light moved, it did manage to get Mrs Howe some answers. Good. <laughs> A Streets Ahead spokesperson said, following Mrs Howe's inquiry, our technical team visited Cypress Gates to assess the location of the street light. We can confirm that the new street light has been placed in the correct location and is further away from Mrs Howell's driveway than the old one, which should make it easier to park. I hope she can look in her mirrors. <laughs> the position of the new light complies with the current British standards to give an equal spread of light, creating a safer environment for road users and pedestrians. This means that we are unable to change the location of the light as it would affect the lighting levels on the road. Right, which is the most important thing. So essentially, to cut this long story short, <laughs> she wasn't happy with that light. She built a wall out, then decided it just wasn't working because she couldn't swing a big Range Rover Vogue in. <laughs> she then said, I'll pay a grand, I'll move it down. They've said, look, love, we're not moving it again. It's done now. Yeah, that's it. Live with it. But she's got a pothole outside her house. They haven't filled it. <laughs> I mean, that's the real tragedy in all this, that we're stuck with a pothole. <laughs> it will be a nightmare for her to get over that pothole when oh. she's parking, won't it? <laughs> Boom! Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, she's going to have to move. Who that's... needs the sensors? The pothole will tell you if you're too close. Know, yeah. <laughs> so mine tonight comes from the Yorkshire Evening Post. What do you mean it comes from a Yorkshire title? <laughs> we've got we've got clear discussions on this. Well, it's always been unsaid, hasn't it? I think it's been pretty obvious. <laughs> Your patch is Lancashire, mine is Yorkshire. Well, I've trickled into yours for one week only. It's a good job you and I are not sales reps. <laughs> <laughs> or prostitutes. Yeah, I would have you. <laughs> You would. My stiletto would be through <laughs> your hooped earrings. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have time to think. Um, help. Oh, gosh. Help. I'm terrified of cakes, says West Yorkshire woman. A woman is appealing for help to overcome her bizarre crippling phobia of cakes. Something neither of us have. <laughs> no. <laughs> Send them down here, love. I'll have them. <laughs> Rachel Lee, no relation to Sarah, from Featherstone, says her fear stems from a gatto-related childhood trauma. What happened? Ms Lee, 28, was sick after eating a piece of sponge cake when she was nine months old and has been terrified ever since. First flag of concern for us both there. Nine months. That was a long time ago. Also, you can't really chew sponge cake no. at nine months, can you? And I'm surprised I, she I can remember. Can you eat gatto at nine months? Well, I was eating uh, Easter egg at about four months. Yeah. 
She now can't walk down the cake aisle at the supermarket oh, where she works. She works oh. there. And will run out of the room and even suffer a panic attack if someone offers her a cake. Stop it. She says she can't go in bakeries, has to avoid the cake counter in <laughs> restaurants and can't watch someone eating the confectionery. She's a Slimming World's dream. <laughs> Ms Lee said, I can't be in the same room as one. If someone walks past me with a piece of cake, because that happens all the time, <laughs> or if they come close, I start crying and shaking. I literally freeze on the spot and I can't get away. I've known myself to jump over chairs to get away. <laughs> the smell of cake cooking is enough to make me violently sick and I can't go up to a counter in a cafe or a shop to order food if there are cakes. <gasps> I'll ask my partner to go and if I'm on my own, I'll ask strangers to order for me. No. I can't go down the cake aisle in a supermarket. No way. I can't cope with that many cakes around me. I'm a black belt in kickboxing. Good to know. And I would honestly rather fight six blokes than eat a piece of cake. People think you don't come into contact with cake in everyday life, but you do. Actually, come to think of it, you just go through a week yeah. and you've got little office birthday. Yes. Little tea out. Just even going to get a coffee. Yeah. There's little cakes at the counter there. There's cakes at weddings, cakes at christenings. Yes. Hell on. Just seeing someone eating it messily on TV is like a horror movie for me. Ooh. Bruce Bogtrotter. <laughs> I really want help, but it is not a normal fear and I just don't know where to start. The supermarket worker said she can almost cope with boxed cakes, but just being near them leaves her agitated. She says if she doesn't conquer her fear before her upcoming wedding, she's planning on having a three-tier Rice crispy Square for her cake. What? To have cheese. Yeah. Um, it might sound unusual, but it is a real fear and I'm desperate to overcome it, she said. Bless her. God, I don't know about you, but I'm just craving Victoria's sponge. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think about is carrot cake. Yeah, I can't stop thinking about baked Icing. goods. Yes. <laughs> All those mentions of the cake aisle, I'm like, God, I can see myself down it now. Yeah. Just... <laughs> oh, God, I could murder a French fancy. <laughs> oh, they're good. They are really good. They're really good. And you can eat them in three mouthfuls, which means they didn't happen. Absolutely. I nibble round. I'll t- bite the corners off so I'm left with like a stick with the uh, fondant bit on the top. Revolting, really, when you think about it. <laughs> it is, knowing that you yeah. go to such highbrow places. I know. <laughs> <laughs> June must be mortified. June, if you're listening, love, I'll come with you instead of Sarah. Yes, <laughs> fine. You can take her. I'll be fine at home. I'll be fine at home with Happy Valley and a box of French fancies. <laughs> now, do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes, please. So, today... Would you rather solve a Rubik's Cube for the rest of your life or only be able to solve riddles for the rest of your life? So it's badly worded, to be honest, but basically what it's saying is... (laughs) To the mainstream teenage website that we use for these. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be able to solve Rubik's Cubes or riddles? Rubik's Cubes, very impressive. Lovely party trick. Mm, that's that. This is where I'm swaying is towards the Rubik's cube. Yeah. However, to be able to solve any riddle, mm. surely there's a game show in that. There, there definitely is. You'd be banned. <laughs> or would I be an honorary member, like on ah. Countdown? You know the people with the dictionary. Yes, I would be the riddle master. Yes. Or the chase. I would the definitely guy. have to have some kind of cane. Yeah, you would. And glasses. Well, it'd be all based around Batman, the Batman villain, wouldn't it? 
Or Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. You know, that kind of era. Yeah. Okay, right. Because at yeah. first, when I initially heard it, I was like, God, solving every single Rubik's Cube, that's impressive. Yeah, that you is. You know, you could win pub quizzes, yeah. challenges, bets. You could really live your life fraudulently. Yes. <laughs> Riddle Master really is one for the television studio, the fame, the lights. Now, I'm, and now that, then. that's what's pulling me in, to be honest. <laughs> the, the, the ability to just keep growing and growing and people think I'll think of a riddle and he won't be able to do this one no my friend I've got the gift yeah you have riddle me this <laughs> the thing is you have to crack me to use me what am I <laughs> uh, an egg very good you have the gift <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, you're right to go down the TV route because people wouldn't really come up to you in day-to-day life with a riddle. No. It, it, it doesn't happen often, does it? No. But whereas a Rubik's Cube is for, you know, for the, for the day-to-day life. Yeah, well, you'd whip it out, wouldn't you? You'd, Steady. You'd take... <laughs> <laughs> you'd take one with you and go, look at this. But then, you know, people are like, all right, yeah, great, okay. But it's a one-trick pony. Yes, it is. The Riddle Master yeah. is ever-evolving. Ash Lord Schulz, the Riddle Master. The Riddle <laughs> Could be a good type of buses. Yes. <laughs> How are you getting into town? I'm just going to take the Riddle Master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Listen, we always finish on Jules's word or affirmation. Of the week. Um, you've been amazing today. This has been... You've been hilarious. Oh, Honestly. Too, a, li- a little As bit too much. You. Steady. <laughs> just calm down, please. Um, what's it going to be? It's an affirmation again, because since we've kind of touched on the basis of, like, weird social media affirmations, I'm now quite addicted. Yes, I can imagine. I am who I am. Like me. Love me. Take me. Leave me. Know that I am a true friend to the end and ask for nothing in return except two things. (laughs) Don't hurt or use me. (laughs) How profound. Right, thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we will see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.